Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance with the great Joe Montana in the bullpen. He's live in 15 minutes on the Goodyear hotline. Looking forward to him, one of the true Super Bowl legends of all time. Booger McFarland a little later. The green list today is all about Mr. Mahomes, but there's only one place to begin, and that is with a close shave. Here we go! Only one place to start. All right, I gave our disheveled board operator, Bubba, one homework assignment today. I said, we need an official song for the haircut issue. Because what if I told you that at the very end of the greatest season in pro football history and right before the greatest Super Bowl matchup of all time, a haircut almost brought the whole thing to a screeching halt. And in that moment, I want Bubba to hit the haircut song. So, Bubba, what have we chosen as the official haircut song of Greeny on ESPN Radio? Okay, so it is a hair. Like, let's lose that one. That is a haircut song, but it's not the vibe that we're looking for, particularly right off the top of the show. Give me that's option number one. Give me option number two. No, this is no good. No, 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 no. Lose that one. Lose that one. We're looking for the official haircut song after the haircut haircut gate with the bucket, the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs that could have cost them the entire Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes was standing there waiting to get his haircut for crying out loud. This is a big story. I need another haircut song. Bubba, go. Okay. So this is a little more the vibe, at least, right? Like it's kind of a little more the upbeat kind of up-tempo vibe we're looking for here. I'm told there's a fourth option. Bubba, what's option? What's behind door number four? I don't know. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. We're done here. We're good. We're good with the haircut songs one way or another. I'll take option number three out of those. But all things considered, haircut songs proved to be a little bit more of a challenge than I was anticipating one way or another. Did you hear about this? Did you hear, Bubba, how close we were to the Kansas City Chiefs being decimated in the Super Bowl because they bring in a barber who tests positive while guys are in the chair and others are lined up and waiting to come in there and get their haircut? Can you imagine if Patrick Mahomes wound up not playing in the Super Bowl because he got he was a close contact of a barber? Now, as it turns out, the news is good. This happened on Sunday, which means that the two players who are close contacts are eligible to play in the Super Bowl so long as they continue to test negative, which so far they have. No news is good news. It does not appear COVID is going to wind up being an issue in the Super Bowl. But boy, did we come close. Boy, was that a close shave, if I may, both literally and figuratively. That could have thrown off the entire Super Bowl. The Scoop. Meanwhile, here's The Scoop, and it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. The Scoop is weather. Both the Weather Channel and AccuWeather are forecasting a 70% chance of rain during the morning and afternoon on Super Sunday. For the evening, the Weather Channel is predicting a 50% chance of showers. AccuWeather is at under 20%. The National Weather Service only lists a rain prediction for Sunday during the day, which is at 30%. All of which adds up to one big question for me. How is this possible? These people are all looking at the same data. How are they coming up with such different forecasts? It doesn't make any sense. Isn't this a science? Like, is it meteorology? These are meteorologists. Aren't they looking at the same data? How much pure guessing is involved in this? How are all these different accredited meteorologists, this is a science, looking at this and coming up with such completely different projections? I don't understand it. 
But I digress, because AccuWeather meteorologists are monitoring a storm system that will be making a cross-country trek this week, which may end up bringing rain to the Tampa area at the end of the week, or even a storm during the game. A great chance for soaking rain could emerge as a new storm develops in the Gulf of Mexico. I'd love that not to happen, wouldn't you? I mean, we don't, we, we've, we've gotten so much more out of this football season than we had any right to expect. I don't mean to be selfish, but we could really use a great one here. This matchup has all the makings. Please don't let this be a weather game. Please don't let this be pouring rain and have that a huge impact on either of the quarterbacks or the outcome. We've got like the greatest game ever lined up here. Let's please let it be that way. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right, my favorite story that has come out of the very limited media availabilities around the Super Bowl came from Levante David. And we just played this for you on TV, but I love this story. The Buccaneers superstar linebacker is on a podcast, and they ask him about Brady. And he says that after the game, after the NFC Championship, one of his teammates is crying in the locker room, and Brady was having none of it. When I realized that it was real, when I realized that, like, all the other stuff don't really matter unless it's the Super Bowl, it's like after we won the NFC Championship, you know, me, I'm all happy as shit. My first front, I'm geeked up. <laughs> and then, like, I guess somebody was crying, and I guess I heard him. It's like, what the fuck you crying for? Are we not done yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how would you like to be in a locker room crying tears of joy and have Tom Brady yell at you that we haven't accomplished our goal yet? I will tell you why I love that story. Because that is exactly what Michael would have done. Kobe, too. Remember Kobe, that legendary press conference during the finals when the job wasn't done? They were asking him, why are you so angry? They just won a finals game. And they're asking him, Kobe, why do you seem so frustrated? Why do you not seem happy? Why aren't you smiling? And he kept going back at the reporter. Is the job done? Is the job done? If the job isn't finished, there's no reason to smile. These guys are just wired differently. It is fascinating, the psychology of it. That's what this stuff is. Like, I find myself wondering, what is it that makes Tom Brady keep going? And the answer is right in there somewhere. The answer is in the fact that Brady doesn't think you should be crying tears of joy after winning the NFC Championship game because the job isn't done yet. I know people think this is a game and it's fun, but this guy puts himself, his body, his mentality, his life through hell and never wavers. 52 weeks a year for 20-plus years now. It's fascinating to me. This is a person who could do and have anything in life he wants, and he's choosing to do all this, even though he has already accomplished more than anyone ever has and very likely ever will. There's just something in him that is driven in a way that practically no one else is or could be. And that's how Michael Jordan became Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant became Kobe Bryant, and Tom Brady became Tom Brady, and almost no one else ever did. Because those are just not the way most people are wired. All right, Greeny with you, and our preview of the big game is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Trivia questions for you all week, and as we get set to bring in Joe Montana, I enjoy the trivia questions. I love trivia, and I assume you do too, so here's today's first Super Bowl trivia question. Only two players have won Super Bowl MVP in consecutive seasons. Patrick Mahomes will try to be the next. Can you name the two players who have won the Super Bowl MVP in consecutive seasons? And is my next guest one of them? Joe Montana joins me, and you'll find out the answer right after this. Just getting started. I'm Greeny on ESPN Radio. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. My guests, like the great Joe Montana, momentarily on the Goodyear hotline. I'm going to pay off my trivia question here in a moment. Can you name the only two players to have won Super Bowl MVP in consecutive seasons? Do you think Montana's one of them? I'll give you the answer in 30 seconds. I'll spend those 30 seconds telling you about ZipRecruiter. Finding great candidates to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Yeah, you can post your job on a job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. You should try ZipRecruiter instead. It's powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. All right. As Joe Montana is set to join me, that's the question. Is he the answer? Can you name the only two players to have won Super Bowl MVP in consecutive seasons as Patrick Mahomes could become this weekend? Montana is not one of the answers. The two players to win Super Bowl MVP in consecutive years are Terry Bradshaw in 78 and 79 and Bart Starr in the first two Super Bowl games, 66 and 67, Super Bowl 1 and 2, and then Bradshaw in the late 70s. No one else has won Super Bowl MVP in back-to-back seasons. We will see if Patrick Mahomes can do that. A lot of people probably guessed the answer was Joe Montana because he is arguably the greatest Super Bowl legend of all time, and he is with me here on ESPN Radio. Joe, it's Greeny. It's a pleasure to catch up again. How have you been? Can you hear me, Joe? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I can hear you. Excellent. We are live, and it is a pleasure to see you. I know we had a little technical issue getting you going, but now we're up and rolling and ready to go. Did you, you, so you didn't hear the trivia question. So let's see if you got I this. I did hear the trivia question. Oh, you did hear oh, it? I did, but that was shocking, yeah. I was surprised. I didn't, I, you know, goes back a long way with Bart Starr. I, I thought one of them was Bradshaw. I uh, grew up in, in Pittsburgh or outside of Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in a little town called Monongahela, so I was a Steeler fan growing up. So I got half of it. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. That's better than probably a lot of people did. You know, Joe, the other day I've been doing these lists of like the top five, this, that, or the other. And we, we did a list of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history. And on that list was your touchdown pass to John Taylor, the one that won the Super Bowl against Cincinnati in the final half minute, capping off one of the most famous drives in history. When people ask you to name your number one Super Bowl memory, is it that play or is it something else? Well, it's between that and the first Super Bowl we went to when I first walked on the field. And seriously, it was like the yays and the boos met on the 50-yard line. Hmm. You have to, it, it was the craziest feeling. 
Um, but if you're picking a memory to th- uh, plays, yeah, that was probably that was probably it. You know, to win a Super Bowl throwing a touchdown pass in the, in the last play. You know, I did that in my backyard a thousand times with my my neighbor, but I used to make him dive for it and make, see if he could. <laughs> you know what I hadn't remembered as we went back and looked it up is that that was John Taylor's only catch of that game. Jerry Rice had 215 yards receiving in that game. Roger Craig had over 100 yards receiving in that game, and that is Taylor's <clears throat> only catch of that Super Bowl. That I had no idea. You know what the worst part is? Yeah. He was probably over there standing wide open a lot of times. <laughs> there were times. There were so many times, Greeny, I'd go, I'd drop back and I'm going, oh, John Taylor, John Taylor. Ah, crap, Jerry Rice. <laughs> and you look over there and there's John Taylor standing wide open. And, and you ask John, you know, what's it like playing with Jerry Rice? He goes, I'm just running for my health. <laughs> but never, never complained a bit. Never complained. And it's sad because he could have been a Jerry Rice and he was a freak of nature. Uh, physically and and the things he could do his ability to make people miss i mean one of the only two guys to go twice 95 90 plus yards in a game for touchdowns so um amazing guy the great joe montana with me on the goodyear hotline helping you discover the road ahead goodyear more driven so so let's talk about this one Uh, you know all about super bowls and having been through these experiences and all of that and here is here's tom brady in his 10th Now, he's a kid who grew up idolizing you. You were talking about how you grew up rooting for the Steelers. You're obviously well aware Tom Brady grew up in Northern California idolizing you. How do you put into perspective what this guy is doing at the age of 43? It's pretty amazing, you know, to to be that resilient over the years and, and not only playing at 43, but the success he's had is just, you know, I I don't think it'll ever be. Well, if it's going to be matched, it's going to be matched by the guy who's he's playing this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. The like I said, the success he's had both in New England and then now you know moving in, uh, the show down to Tampa. He's got a lot of weapons down there, and the defense has been playing pretty well. So, he's got a good team. So, can't imagine them not being back in it again. Yeah, and and here's the part of it that I find most fascinating. And you could speak to this, obviously, as well as anybody can, that when you get to a stage in your life, I would imagine as an athlete where you've accomplished everything that there is to accomplish, a guy like Brady, who has all the money that you could ever possibly imagine and an unlimited list of options, like anything in the world he could want to do, the drive to continue to put himself through whatever it is you put yourself through to stay there. That amazes me at the age of 43. Well, what do you think of that, that that he still wants to do all the things that are required to do to be where he is at this age and in this stage of his life? I totally get it. It's, It's like a drug. I can't even explain it. And I always say that I wish everyone could play one Sunday afternoon out on the field, win or lose, just to feel the adrenaline rushes that go through you up and down. Uh, fighting back, coming, it, it's crazy. And then the only bad part about it is, is why people try to play so long is, is I said, once you've tried it, you'll understand, mm. but there's no, once you leave, there's no going back. There's no pickup games. I mean, I can't, I can't run from here to my front door. <laughs> you know, there's no, you know, like you can go out and basketball guys can go have a little bit of fun and play and mess around or baseball, whatever, but you can't do that in football. So when you quit, it's cold Turkey, you're done. There's, and especially at that age, you're not going to get go back to it. So I always say no matter what position that you're playing, play as long as you can, as long as you can physically handle it and um, keep going because 
when you quit, believe me, you regret it. And no matter, I mean, I, I quit because of injuries <clears throat> and was looking forward to wanting to be able to move around and be with, be able to play with my kids. And, and uh, still to that day, the first two, three years, I didn't even want to watch it. I was still mad that I retired or I had another year on my contract. I still could have kept playing, but I made that decision and then I regretted it after that. That's fascinating. The psychology of that is fascinating, and, and it is. It is something that becomes such a part of the lives of, of you guys, and, and, and just as one who sits here and watches it and chronicles it, it's fascinating what it means to you. The great Joe Montana is with me. Then you mentioned the other guy. I remember we talked last year during Super Week and, and when it was Kansas City, San Francisco, and those were your two former teams. So here's Mahomes with a Super Bowl already, a Super Bowl MVP already, doing things over three years that, frankly, no one has ever done before. How do you put into perspective what this guy's career is starting to shape up to look like? <clears throat> well, as long as they keep him loaded on the outside <laughs> and, and give him a running game, he's got a long way to go. And, you know, he's such a different quarterback than Tom. Um, his mobility helps, you know, keep a lot of the things that he can do. I mean, everybody says, well, you know, it's not always about how far you can throw it, but he can let it, he can let it fly. And when you get him out of the pocket, he's just as dangerous, both with his legs and with his arm and has the ability to let it go. And somebody asked me the other day, can you throw it as far as Patrick Mahomes? I go, oh, absolutely. It might take me three throws, but I can get it to the same spot. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is, this is what, this is what it's about. This is what we're talking about is, you know, in, with Guinness and the goat, you know, he's, here's the next goat coming up. And if there's anybody that has a chance to catch anything that Brady has done, it's this guy. I mean, look how young he is and what he's accomplished. And if they win this weekend, um, puts him in a special bracket and then he'll be going for three in a row. And, you know, if they can keep that team together, there's no reason why they couldn't do it. And uh, he's a special one. Joe Montana is with me. That's the program that has you here with us today. We'll get to that in just a second. But I did want to ask you one quick X and O question, if I could. The Chiefs are going to be playing without so many of their offensive linemen who are banged up, including now their star left tackle, Eric Fisher, who tears his Achilles. The, 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 The Buccaneers have a fierce pass rush, and they're going to come at him. As a quarterback going into the game, what's the number one thing you have in your mind? What is your number one priority when you know your O-line is banged up, they're coming after you? What's the number one thought you're taking with you onto that field? Well, first, I think first you go into, we got you, you want to try to get the ball out of your hands as, you know, quickly and be, be ready to move and understand that if somebody's having a problem, the second one is you got, first you got to trust those guys, mm-hmm. you know, they're, 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 they're still professionals. They may not have been your starters, but you got to put trust in them until, until there's an issue. And then once there's an issue, you have to try to figure out how to solve it. Do I need a tight end to help chip somebody? Does the back chip them? You know, how do we deal with, you know, someone who, because <clears throat> typically it's going to be one of the tackles where you have an issue because they don't get help as much as the guards in the center. Mm-hmm. So those are the usually the positions where you need a little bit, either the tight end to get there and bump the way out. But you don't want to you don't want to mess with your offense unless you totally have to do it. And so otherwise you just want to go into the game with the same mindset. We're going to run our stuff, and then we're going to adjust if we have problems up front. I, I don't you can't I don't think you can worry about it. You there's too many. You start worrying about the protection, <clears throat> then you're not looking downfield. You're not doing the things that he would typically do. So I think you have to go with the mindset that 
these are my guys. We're going to do it. You're going to do it. And you try to keep them as positive as possible. And then problems arise. Hey, how can I help you? Be fascinating to see how that thing plays out. You mentioned it briefly, Joe. What's the program you have this week? Well, we, you know, uh, I teamed up with Guinness a while ago, and, and the, we just did a commercial called The Goat. Uh, what's it like to be the greatest of all times? And, it, and it's not really about the numbers and who that is. It's about the greatness inside of all of us. And it's about that being resilient. We've had a tough year. Everybody knows that. And we need people to reach back inside of themselves and find that greatness because there are a lot of people out there who need help and finding ways for those type of people to help the people around them get better is what it's about. It's also about, you know, Guinness, obviously, but, and, and drinking responsibly, you got a big weekend coming up and it's been great being a part of that. I fell in love with Guinness many, many, many years ago over in Dublin, Ireland, um, with a friend of mine telling me, let's go get a pint. And I was thinking, okay, but you know, I'm not, big into those heavy beers and that's what Guinness looks like, but you taste it and it's not, it's, it's soft and smooth. And, um, I, and then every day we were over there, I'm going, isn't it, Charlie, it's time to get another pint. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, I fell in love with it, you know, back when my girls were in high school. So, um, <clears throat> it was, it's been a long time and, and their association with the Notre Dame and the alumni, um, and the fans, uh, just made this, you know, this, um, collusion you know i think really work and makes sense for me all right joe montana again enjoy the game this weekend i always enjoy these chances to catch up best of luck with everything and we'll talk again soon thank you so much i'm gonna take care greeny have you a good too. one all right you're the best great joe montana there i mean we're a true legend i mean i see i think look brady has now what's he done he's he's lapped the field he's 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 put to complete rest the notion that anyone else could be the greatest football player, the most accomplished football player, or anything. And yet there are still things, as we get to half past the hour here, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, that I, you just sort of take with you. And like the notion that Montana is one of the great Super Bowl legends, is the Super Bowl legend, that'll never, that'll never leave my consciousness. Like he's talking about games that I remember so vividly. And that, that we was talking about his first Super Bowl. You know what that came after, right? That's two weeks after the catch. They, they win the game against Dallas on the catch. He throws the ball up to Dwight Clark, who jumps up in the air and catches it, throws it down with one hand, and, and history is rewritten. And an entire era of pro football starts up, and they become one of the great dynasties ever. And Walsh is one of the great coaches, and Montana is the legend. That stuff never leaves you. Never leaves you. And that is one of the beauties of sports. You can download the DraftKings app, by the way. Use my name, Greeny, as the code. You're going to get a free shot at millions of dollars that are up for prizes this week, or up for grabs this week, with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit is required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So, again, download the DraftKings app. Use my name, Greeny, as the code, and you're off and running. Time for the list. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. I think you're really going to like today's list. Every single day, the top five as chosen by me and exclusively me, the world's foremost authority on all matters. And this one is the top five things that I can tell you about Patrick Mahomes that will flat out blow your mind. Top five things about Patrick Mahomes that are impossible to believe and yet true. Number five. Number five is this. Patrick Mahomes has started seven playoff games. In those, he has produced 21 touchdowns. 21 touchdowns in his first seven playoff games. Tom Brady produced nine in his first seven playoff games. Brady, nine touchdowns in seven playoff games. Mahomes, 21. 
because no one's ever done the stuff this kid is doing. Number four. Number four is, you love this one, that Patrick Mahomes has never lost an NFL start by more than one score. Never. The last team to beat him by more than eight points was Iowa State in 2016. He's never lost an NFL game by more than one score. That is the longest streak in the sport since at least 1950. Number three. Number three is what Mahomes has done in conference championship games. He's been in three of them. He's only won two, as you know. But that doesn't mean he hasn't been brilliant in all three. Mahomes, in his three championship game starts, has had three touchdowns and zero picks in all three of them. In the history of the sport, no quarterback has more than one. No quarterback has more than one championship game with at least three touchdowns and no picks. Mahomes is three for three. Number two. Number two. Is this. If he wins on Sunday, Patrick Mahomes will have an MVP and two titles at the age of 25. You know how many quarterbacks in history have done that? Zero. You know how many players in history have done it? One. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith, the only player with two Super Bowl championships and a league MVP by the time they are 25 years old. Patrick Mahomes could be the second. And then finally, Number one. as far as what he has done for this franchise, like we associate the Chiefs now with all this winning they've been doing. Truth is, the Chiefs, through their history, have not been a great franchise. In the American Football League, they were. Len Dawson and Hank Stram, they went through a long period of time where they were marked primarily by heartbreak and terrible losses. In their entire 48-year history, the Kansas City Chiefs, before they got Patrick Mahomes, 48 years, they won four playoff games. Mahomes has already won six and could be seven this weekend. Patrick Mahomes doing things that no one has ever done before, and it is quite possible we'll never see anything like it again. That's today's green list because Patrick Mahomes is completely on a level by himself. I am Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. And that brings us to this. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Because this, I think, is a legitimate one. When does it stop being too soon to consider Mahomes with the all-time greats? When does it stop being too soon? Like, I keep bringing this up and people keep telling me, Greeny, it's too soon. Okay, when does it stop being too soon? At exactly what point can we start saying, how does Patrick Mahomes' career compare to the careers of some of the people on the all-time list? Dan Marino, Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, his career starting to compare favorably with just about anyone's. He is really approaching that level historically already. If he wins on Sunday, it is going to be very, very difficult not to think of him that way. It actually brings up a fascinating thought. And I say fascinating because I'm the one who had it. I didn't have it lately. I presented this on the air on Mike and Mike in the morning at, in 2005. And that is that we have randomly decided as a sports public that the Hall of Fame was something that should be exclusively reserved for retired players and that, in fact, there should be a five-year waiting period. I don't really get it. We put coaches in the Hall of Fame. John Calipari is in the Hall of Fame. He's coaching. Rick Pitino was in the Hall of Fame. He's coaching. We put others in the Hall of Fame while they're coaching. 
I don't understand why we can't put players in the Hall of Fame while they're playing. If there is zero question about a player's, you can consider that player in exactly the same way you would consider the totality of his career. Do we think there's something that can happen in the rest of Tom Brady's career that will make him no longer a Hall of Famer? I just don't get it. I don't see any obvious reason why we can't consider active players for the Hall of Fame. Look at any sport you want. Look at the best players in that sport. You're telling me you couldn't put Albert Pujols in the Hall of Fame right now? Why not? You're telling me that you couldn't put LeBron James in the Hall of Fame right now? Why not? You couldn't put Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame right now? Why not? What exactly is the reason? I want to go back to the origin of this. Nuno, go back to the origin. How did they first decide? It would have been baseball, I'm assuming. That was the first sports Hall of Fame that does things as they are currently done. I could be wrong. I've never researched that, actually, but I'm guessing it's baseball. Either way, somehow they randomly arrived upon a five-year waiting period. They waived that for Wayne Gretzky, by the way, because why not? What's the point of having a Hall of Fame if Wayne Gretzky is not in it? And you know what? It's marketing genius. How about if we could say this Sunday, watch Patrick Mahomes taking on Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I mean, if you could sell tickets every single week to go watch a Hall of Fame player play. No obvious reason you couldn't do it. We just sort of randomly chose five years. We could randomly unchoose it if we want to. Anyway, that's what I think. I'm always interested to hear what you think. In fact, we have not done enough calls this week, so we're going to change that right now. Coming up next, it is time for the airing of grievances. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. My phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you are a sports fan, then you, like I, are aggrieved. You just are. I've never not been aggrieved as a sports fan. So this is where you get to vent that. You can air your grievances if you can get past Bubba to do it. 888-SAY-ESPN. We will hear your grievances next after this word from Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their keep stock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Call 1-800-GRANGER or click Granger.com or just stop on by. I'm Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. All right, we got a bunch of stuff working here. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio and delighted that you've chosen to be here as our Super Week continues. And it's brought to you by... 
AutoZone. A couple of pieces of business to take care of before we come to your calls. The first among them, the Baseball Hall of Fame was founded in 1936. It was the first of the major ones in this country. I'm still not exactly sure how they randomly arrived at a five-year waiting period. I continue to believe there shouldn't be one, and we will see how that winds up turning out. Then it is time for Greenies Picks. I'm going to give you my Super Bowl picks for DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm going to give you a sleeper on each side of this Super Bowl. On the Kansas City side, I'm telling you, I love everything about Nicole Hardman. In this game, I believe that they are under no circumstances is Tampa going to let Tyreek Hill beat them this week. And the easy thing to do is then say, well, we've got to roll everything else to Kelsey. Kelsey may even, in fact, have to contribute a little bit to keeping that pass rush away from Mahomes. They have to use them, as they like to say, with the tight ends to chip every now and again. I think Hardman becomes a very dangerous and very sneaky, interesting pick to have a huge day on Sunday. And on the other side, Call it a feeling, and Dominique Foxworth had it this morning on TV as well. I think Gronk is going to catch a touchdown. I think back in the Super Bowl, back with Brady, Rob Gronkowski, who's been for the most part quiet as a receiver over the last few weeks, is going to catch a touchdown this Sunday. Those are some picks brought to you by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. All right. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. You're going to hear about it. All right. If you're a sports fan, then you are by nature aggrieved. And so it is time to hear some of your grievances with me here on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who was our first caller? Yeah, we got Eric. He's uh, up. All right. Eric, air your grievance. My grievance is, Mr. Greenberg, why can't the Super Bowl be played on Saturday? See, I've heard a lot of this. I've heard people try and move it to a Saturday so you don't have to get up and go to work or school the next day. All I'll say is, if you look historically at the most watched events on television every single year and all, all through the, the beginning of time, it's just like all the Super Bowls and the last mash. So if you're going to sort of go by the, the if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of axiom, I don't think this is broke. I think this is working, and I understand that it is the day that is the least productive work day of the year. More people call in sick. I get all of that. I've just never gotten behind this movement. Eric, I appreciate it. I know a lot of people agree with you. It is never, I've never been able to get behind the Super Bowl Saturday movement, and I am very confident in saying it is never going to happen. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? We got Riley. All right, Riley, air your grievance. Greeny, how is it February 4th and the Dallas Cowboys have not signed Dak Prescott to an extension? <laughs> Jerry Jones said that he had all the leverage in the world. He gave him all this praise all throughout all the losses this season. And yet here we are constantly thinking he might not play for the Dallas Cowboys in the future. Yes. Oh, that's well done. It's an excellent grievance, and I totally get it. And it goes back two years. They've gotten everything wrong. You know, Jerry, Jerry Jones, I think, is a brilliant man. I have great respect for the things he has accomplished in his life. But if there's one thing that we have learned, even if you're great at it, being the owner and making all the football decisions is by definition a bad idea because no one can ever be held accountable. Like you would fire a general manager for having put your organization in this situation, for having paid all the guys that you paid, for having gone down and gotten Zeke out of Cabo when you had no reason to do it, for putting yourself in a position where now Dak Prescott runs the franchise. He decides everything that happens from this point forward. Jerry was right when he said no one has ever had leverage like he does. And I think he's going to Kirk Cousins him to death is exactly what Jeff Saturday said on TV. And I think he's exactly right. 
He's going to make 38 point whatever it is million this year. That means over the last two seasons, he'll have made just about $70 million. And then he'll sign some enormous contract as an unrestricted free agent. So that guy is going to wind up being a huge winner. Cowboys have gotten this completely wrong. Your grievance is 100% noted and appropriate. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Adam is up next. Adam, what's your grievance? Hey, yeah, I've just got this problem with thinking that Patrick Mahomes could possibly be considered for the, uh, for the Hall of Fame right now. You look at this guy and you say, yeah, he's got phenomenal stats, but you can't really separate that from the guys he's around, at least not yet. We're talking about three years or so, and he's had, he's had Kelsey, he's had Hill, he's had most of that offensive line the whole time. I'm not going to talk about a guy like uh, Andy Reid. You know, I mean, we can make the argument with Tom Brady how he had Belichick, even though he's doing it now with Arians. But, I mean, you look, at, you look at Manning, Marino, quarterbacks like that. They did it over an extended period of time. The personnel around them changed. The level of play remained the same. We don't know that from Mahomes yet. It's true. 100% true. Your grievance is noted. I don't agree with it, and I'll tell you why. Because there are a lot of ways to be an all-time great. Longevity is one of them. Sandy Koufax retired at the age of 30. Gail Sayers played 68 NFL games. Mahomes has played almost that many. Both of those guys are considered on the all-time list, and people point out they didn't have the longevity, but they are considered all-time greats. I think if Mahomes wins this Sunday, he is too. I'm going to sneak in one more, Bubba, real quick. Who we got? We got Mark. All right, Mark, one more. Uh, Air your grievance, Mark. What do you have? Well, Greeny, listening to your uh, great interview with Joe Montana just reminds me of how painful it is for me to be a fan of a largely irrelevant and poorly run team like the Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) It must be particularly so because two of those Super Bowls that he won were against the Bengals. And those are two legendary ones. Thank you for the call and thank you for the grievance. It is uh, duly noted and appropriate. The two of those Super Bowls, the John Taylor game is against the Bengals. 30-whatever-it-is seconds left, and he throws that touchdown to, to Taylor to win that game. The Bengals are that close to a championship. And the first one, the original Houday Bengals, those were great, a great, great team with Ken Anderson as the quarterback. And San Francisco wins that game as much as anything with a, with a goal-line stand that sort of lives on forever for those of us who are old enough to remember it. So, yes, you have my sympathy. You've been there. You've gotten close, and it's Montana who has stood in the way. Uh, Booger McFarlane will join me in my next hour. I've got much more on Mahomes as we continue, and I will give you five things you absolutely need to know about Super Bowl 55. They are next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast.